at nights over rivers and bridges. Emergency, a shock, quick, or Recife will die of a heart attack. Is there a way to recharge the batteries of the city? Simple. Just inject a little energy in the mud and stimulate fertility in the veins of Recife. Those are lines from Caranguejos com Cerebro, or Crabs with Brains, the Mangue Manifesto, written by Fred Zero Quattro in 1991. The story of Mangue, or Mangue Bit, as it became known, is one of the most fascinating in the history of Brazilian music. Now, almost a quarter century after the movement began, we dug through our vaults to put together classic sounds and interviews with new music and perspectives on the 90s musical explosion in Recife, the capital of Pernambuco in Brazil's northeast. Hello, Georges Collinet with you on Afropop Worldwide from PRI, Public Radio International. In today's episode, Crabs with Brains, the Mangue Revolution and new sounds of Recife, we revisit the legacy of Mangue Beat and pay tribute to its greatest star, Chico Science. Right now you're listening to his track, Rios Pontes e Overdrives, with his band Nassau Zumbi. We'll also check out how the cultural movement of the 90s has carried on into present-day Recife. Okay, Mange boys and Mange girls, get ready to connect with the good vibrations of the Mange and expand your consciousness. But first, let's go back in time to a classic Afropop episode from 1994. Up in the northeast, styles of music are different. The state of Pernambuco, whose big city is Recife, is the land of Maracatu, of Ciranda, of Frevu. And Recife, the home of so much poverty and misery, is also the home of what might be the freshest rock band in the world, Chico Science in Asao Zumbi, a futuristic band with swamp roots. Chico Science calls his music monkey music. Monkey means marsh. Recife is a watery, swampy place. The band takes a crab as its emblem. Chico wears a fisherman's hat on stage. We saw them rock the house for 8,000 kids in Salvador at Festim Bahia, a five-day music festival featuring lots of Brazilian music at the end of August. A line of drummers with large surdu drums slung over their shoulders, a scrunking rock guitarist, and Chico out front. A image and symbol of the people when they to the movement, Chico's saying, when I began the Mangi movement, I imagined our symbol being a satellite dish planted in the mud, in contact with the whole world. 
It's hunger and technology together. Recife is considered the fourth worst city in the world to live in. Chico told us about their song, A Cidade, or The City. He says it has a maracatu beat, which is a Pernambucan rhythm with funk guitar.
bicudo beija-flor, beija-flor, beija-flor. E toda a fauna, a flora grita de amor. Quem segura o porte estandarte tem arte, tem arte. E aqui passa com raça eletrônico, maracatu atômico. Welcome back to 2015, and this time we're joined by Philip Kalinski, whose PhD dissertation, Maracatu Atomico, was inspired by that Afropop broadcast from 1994. My name is Philip Kalinski. I'm an ethnomusicologist and percussionist specializing in Brazilian music, and I'm also founder and director of the group Samba New York. I first heard about Mangi when I was finishing my master's thesis in ethnomusicology, which was on Pagodi Samba, and I was kind of on the lookout for topics for my PhD dissertation. And I heard a program on Afropop worldwide on new sounds from Brazil. And on that program was Chico Science and Nação Zumbi. And when I heard that band, I was completely transfixed and I said, who is this? What is this sound? I had never heard anything like that before.
That's the song that Philip took his title from, Maracatu Atomico, by Chico Science and Nassau Zumbi. Back in 1996, Chico spoke to Afropop about the rhythm that song takes its name from. Two kinds of maracatu, baque virado and uh, baque soto. Baque soto, uh, more fast. Baque virado, more groove. In the mixer, maracatu atomico, manama. Sometimes like a acoustic jungle, you know. <laughs> to hear more from Chico on maracatu, let's return to the Afropop archives. This time we go to our 1997 episode, Fallen Heroes, recorded after Chico died tragically in a car accident in Recife. Maracatu foi um nome que foi dado no Brasil quando esse batuque, esse ritmo. Chico is saying Maracatu was a rhythm in Brazil that the slaves played. The tribes of black people back in Africa were called nations. That's why we call ourselves Nassau Zumbi, Nation of Zumbi. Zumbi is the celebrated founder and leader of a runaway slave community in Brazil that survived about 100 years until its destruction in 1695. Chico told us the tune Mangue Town is about having an attitude to do what you want to do, to make society better, and to make yourself happy. As a boy, Chico used to catch crabs in the mangrove swamps and sell them to pay for admission to parties, where he heard everything from James Brown funk to 70s soul to early rap like Grandmaster Flash and even African hits like Manu Dibango's Soul Makosa. One of Chico's favorite images was a satellite dish rising out of the Hesife mud, receiving and sending information. Yeah, man, receive and send more and more information to the world. Maracatu is just one of many traditions of Hesife that Chico Science and other mangue musicians help revive. Philip Galinsky talked to us about this revival. There's so many. There's the koku, which is uh, another uh, Afro-Pernambucan music and dance genre that, along with maracatu, became hugely popular again. Someone I spoke to in Hesife during my research told me that Koku used to be a, something that you would read about in a book. And now, meaning back in 1998, when I was doing my research in Asifa, you would see thousands of people, young, old, all different 
you know, ethnicities and, and socioeconomic backgrounds all dancing to Koku, as well as Marika too, as well as all these other Siranda, all these other local genres. So it's really remarkable how the monkey movement was able to not only receive all these influences from the outside and to mix them with local genres, but also in that same process to draw more attention to the local genres, revitalize them, help boost them in popularity, and have the traditional artists who are the practitioners of those genres appreciate the exposure that they're getting from that fusion music, which is not always the case. Cascabuyo, they're one of many talented bands from Recife that came out of the Mangue era. Mangue really had a revolutionary effect on the society of Recife. Elsie Oliveira, a DJ and former owner of the CD Rock Music Store in Recife, told us about the city's transformation. Quanto descrever a transformação do panorama musical do Recife? Elsie says, when Mangue started to become popular, poor musicians from the periphery of Recife began to believe that they could become well-known, something that was unthinkable before. It's similar to what happened with jazz in the U.S., with blues in New Orleans and Chicago. It always comes from the ghetto, right? Exciting new bands that emerged from the Mangue explosion was Meshtri Ambrosio. Here is an Afropop interview with the band from 1999. Sergio Cassiano is a percussionist and dancer in Meshtri Ambrosio, one of the Hesife bands making a new music from the mixed Indian, African, and European folk traditions of the region. We use some instruments, which is one flute that you will see in the show and in the record. Uh, some melodies and percussions that are related to traditions in carnival that belongs to Indian memories.
Fazia sua festa e seu trabalho. Vai, Fazia brincadeira de menino. Mestre Ambrosio. Thanks in part to the interest in Pernambucan music sparked by Chico and the Monkey Beats, the regional music sounds of bands like Mestre Ambrosio and the Cascabulio are finding a national audience. Here's Mestre Ambrosio performing Unplugged for MTV Brazil. You can hear not just the Indian and African sounds, but also the strong Portuguese roots in Helder Vasconcelos' accordion playing. Mestre Ambrosio on MTV Brasil. Siba is the vocalist for the band. He also plays the habeca, a kind of rustic violin. My family always gave me the chance to be near traditional things. But when I began as a musician, I was playing guitar, listening to all rock and roll, a lot of Hendrix, Black Sabbath, and that stuff in the 70s. And after that, jazz. After that, uh, dismounting Hermeto Pascual and African music, world music. And then beginning to understand that people that I love at the music did something I was not thinking about to do. That was looking at myself 
my world, my heritage, traditional heritage, and then making music. So I began to do the opposite way. I began to play the rabeca in, in traditional groups outside the city, to dance in maracatu, and everybody makes something like this to discover ourselves. And we don't feel that we have to say no to rock and roll or to everything that we love to, to listen to. But this is not the main thing for us now. In Recife, you don't have to choose to play traditional or modern. They go together, and that's certainly the case with hip-hop and ambolada. Here's more from the Afropop archives. Like its people, the music of Pernambuco is mixed. It's a Creole culture whose traditions, no matter what their roots, is unique. Or is it? Take the vocal dueling known as embolada. This impromptu recitation to the beat of the panderu is heard all over the Northeast. Cajou and Castagna show us how it's done. many Brazilians think that with Anbolada, they invented rap. At any rate, the connection wasn't lost on the Mangi beats. <laughs> Nassau Zumbi guitarist Lucio Maia and vocalist Jorge Dupeche explain. Lucio Maia and Jorge Dupeche are saying, it's the collective unconscious. People have the same ideas thousands of miles away. And Bolada is closer to ragamuffin than proper rap. Here's Chico Science updating the sound of Ambolada with some help from Gilberto Gil. Ma 
Chico Science, with help from Maestri Gilberto Gil. From Chico's album Afro Cyberdelia. The song is Mako, Masao Zumbi carry on today without Chico Science. Their newest album came out just last year. Coming up, we'll go to producer Jesse Brandt for more of what makes Mange so significant. Go to afropop.org to see classic photos of Chico Science and read full-length interviews. I'm Georges Collinet. And you're listening to Afropop Worldwide from PRI, Public Radio International. By now, you know just how great Mangi was musically. But what made Mangi Mangi? It wasn't just one style of music. The name Mangi Beat, B-E-A-T, comes from the song Mangi Bit, B-I-T, by Mundo Livre S.A.A., one of the two original Mangi groups with Chico Science and Nassau Zumbi. In Portuguese, Bit is pronounced like Beat, and journalists started to name the movement after the song. But there is no one beat that connects the Mangue musicians. Chico Science mixed outside influences like ragamuffin, jungle, and drum and bass with maracatu and embolada. Fred Zero Quattro, the leader of Mundo Livre, was more like a punk rock Jorge Benjor, the samba soul superstar. The title Mangue Bit was actually meant to connect the mangroves of Hecipi with modern technology, the computer bit.
Fred Zero Quattro, the leader of Mundo Libre S.E.A., also wrote the manga manifesto, Crabs with Brains. Philip Golinski explains. Crabs with Brains is interesting because that really references a, a nutritionist, a local nutritionist by the name of Josue G. Castro, who wrote about the life cycle of crabs and fishermen in the region. And specifically, the local fishermen would eat crab and then would defecate, and the crabs would eat the feces of the fishermen, and then the, the fishermen would eat the crab, and it became this, this, this whole life cycle that he describes in his work. So, Caranguejos com Cerebro is, is a reference to these crabs, but crabs who are not just victims. In other words, crabs is really a reference to the people of Hasifi, and crabs with brains is positioning the people of Hasifi and the mangi, mangi boys and mangi girls in particular as people who are deeply a part of their environment, but also able to transcend their environment. It's really a way to kind of overcome their situation. They're clever crabs. <laughs> they're not just, you know, victims of their environment, but they're people who are able to transcend that environment. That's another track by Mundo Livre S.E.A. called Livre Iniciativa. Philip writes in Baracatua Tomiko that there's something very postmodern about Mange. That's reflected in the symbols of the movement, a parabolic antenna stuck into the mud of Hesifi, picking up signals from around the world. And my favorite, a crab remixing the song Antenna by Kraftwerk. Mangi went way beyond music. There were Mangi plays, Mangi fashion. There was even Mangi slang. I asked Philip if he remembered any of that. Yeah, fique antenado, which means stay antennaed, but it means stay connected. There was Mangi boy, Mangi girl, putting your hands in the form of crab claws, like a hip hop thing. <laughs> the musicians, a lot of times, would wear straw fisherman hats and Ray-Ban sunglasses, so it was like fusing the local and the global.
Antes da razão Chico Science Nassau Zumbi with A Praera. Chico Science was the undisputed leader of Mangi, even though Fred Zero Quattro wrote its manifesto. Philip Galinsky told me why he thought Chico became such a legendary character in Hisifi. Well, there are a lot of factors. For one thing, it's interesting to note that he was born to a lower middle class family. So he was kind of like right smack in the middle socioeconomically. Even uh, racially, he was considered moreno, so he was kind of like sort of in the middle in terms of physical appearance. He hung out with, you know, university students and <laughs> people from the favelas. He was able to relate to both. And he was kind of like the person who brought everybody together in a sense. So when he met the guys from the Bloco Afro Lamento Negro who were from a much poorer background, and he brought them into the band that would become Nassau Zumbi, that was really when everything started to happen for Mangi and for Nassau Zumbi. Um, it was the coming together of people from Afro-Pernambucan culture who could bring some of the local rhythms to play into the band. But it was Chico who was the one who was able to bring all of that together. In just a few years, there was an incredible transformation of Hesifi from a place that was considered one of the worst cities in the world to a cultural capital of Brazil. And then, it seemed to all end as suddenly as it began. Sangue de Bairro, or Blood of the Neighborhood, by Chico Science and Nassau Zumbi. Elsie Oliveira described the atmosphere in Recife when Chico died. Depois da morte de Chico, houve um, um, um silêncio grande na cidade, diria até no país inteiro, né? Foi um grande Elsie is saying that when Chico died, there was a big silence in Recife, in all of Brazil. It was a rift in the waters and it changed the music scene of Pernambuco forever. Muita gente questionava que era o fim do movimento, porque Chico era o ícone, era a ponta de lança. Elsie says that many people thought the movement would end because Chico was its icon and its leader. But the exact opposite occurred. After he died, people from all over the world showed solidarity with Hisifi. This is Amor de Muito, Lots of Love, by Chico Science and Nassau Zumbi. Here's more from Elsie on the response of the world after Chico passed. 
o mundo todo. Eu recebi pessoas, você tem uma ideia, da Eslovênia. Elsie says that when Chico died, he gave an interview about Mangibit from the terrace of his music store with a journalist from Slovenia. Recebi pessoas do Japão, da China. He met people from Japan, China, Scotland, Switzerland, Sweden. Suécia, Noruega, Canadá, México, Uruguai. Norway, Canada, Mexico, Uruguay, Argentina. Estados Unidos, principalmente, muitas... And of course, the United States. He still has great friends from the U.S., like Philip, who came at that time to Recife to find out what that sound was that was happening there. Mangi continued to flourish, at least until the end of the 90s. Elsie said that since then, things have cooled down a bit. And today, Hesifi is a lot like other medium-sized cities around the world. But when I pressed him about the influence of Mangi, he admitted that there's still a spark of Chico's creativity left in the city. Elsie says that if you'd asked him five years ago, he would have said that the influence of Mangi was over. But recently, he's noticed more interest from the new generation of Hesifi in researching Mangi. And he's seen young people now adding the maracatu drum called the alfaya and the pandeiro to rock and roll. There's something of a revival happening now in Hisifi. Moleque não larga o microfone nem na hora do 
deixa, ele partiu E deixa a ficha quebrada, marcou Rewind selecta e recomeça a balada Vira na tua bozada, embala pra balançar Te ensina, arrasta não, só o pé pode arrastar Bem mais do que a tônica, agora é nuclear Taru e Malu foi pra chão e estrela Na sombra das palmeiras, não pensou em besteiras Producer Jesse Brandt for a great report. That's Combo Shish with Rua do Condor, featuring Flavio Renegado from the band's 2013 debut EP, Aponte. Combo Shish is led by Gilmar Bola Oitu, co-founder of Nassau Zumbi, and their EP is dedicated to his former band member, Chico Science. Now, let's keep going with more new music from Recife.
Movido a Vapor by Tagore, one of the great young bands on the scene today in Recife. Major funding for Apopop Worldwide comes from the National Endowment for the Humanities, the National Endowment for the Arts, which believes a great nation deserves great art, and PRI, Public Radio International affiliate stations around the country. And please, remember to support your station. Another veteran of the Mangue era, Zay Brown, was a member of the 90s rap group Faces do Suburbio. On Perito M. Hima, he references the Embolada you heard earlier in the show. <laughs> Ah, 
One of the most promising new bands from Recife, Feiticeiro Juliao, sounds nothing like Chico Science or Mundo Livre. But in the very psychedelic video for Bara, band members covered in face paint wade through the mangroves. Ha! Ah, sounds pretty manga to me. As you've heard, some fertility still remains in the veins of Hesife. Until the next time, well, stay antennaed. Thanks to Philip Galinsky, Elsie Oliveira, and Anna Maria Paisho for their help with this program. Visit afropop.org for interviews, in-depth profiles, photos, and videos of the artists on the show. You can also find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at AfropopWW. My Afropop partner is Sean Barlow. Sean produces our program for World Music Productions. Research and production for this program by Jesse Brandt. Our chief photo engineer and co-producer is Michael Jones. Additional engineering by Stephanie Lebeau. Banning Air edits our website, afropop.org. Our director of operations is Ben Richmond. And I'm Georges Collinet.
Public Radio International.